0: what's going on everyone welcome back to oblivious games the show that cannot wait for spider-man i'm one of your hosts jay johnson and joining me today we have your boy the one and only the quinza gooby Goo morgan
1: hey y'all what's going on
0: coming up on today's show cyberpunk news yes it's been delayed again. final fantasy 16 details what the fuck has happened with halo and much much more all that coming up on today's show but before we get into it let's check in with my co-host juarez how's it going big dog Bro, it's going, it's going great. You know, fun
1: day, Sunday. You know, time roll back. I still don't understand what any of that means. Uh, but apparently, I got to sleep in the extra hour, so um, that was fun considering I had to work yesterday. But you know, got some yard work done today, so very, very productive day.
0: Yeah, yard work. You guys are, um, you guys are you're pretty handy out there. Oh what, yeah. What was in the what was in the yard that you were working on specifically? Uh so we come up our driveway, right? Mm. My wife
1: my wife put a hole she wants to put a garden bed from the driveway mm. up to the leading up to the doorway. So she just wanna make like a good like twenty foot long just garden bed with just, you know, um festive flowers and you know, things of oh, that festive, nice. so just, you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, things that we're gonna plant now and but um that that should just look very pretty, come next year. So you know, just That's just laying the groundwork. We really, just put like a lot of topsoil down. You know, um, good shit like that. You know, putting them lay some little bricks and shit. But you know, it's kind of just just future planning.
0: Mm, mm. Yeah. Yep. Well, you're in the yep. south, so you have a little more a little more warm weather coming towards you, so it won't die yep. too quickly, I suppose. But do you guys have a pretty good green thumb? Are you guys good at this, or are you trash?
1: Yes, we actually have a we have a garden bed i, I when already outside out front you know what I'm saying we got kale in there, so we got some collard greens, you know what, mm. what I'm saying, got some uh mustard. I love greens. all these things. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's a whole bunch of them, you know, my wife had so many we had to get some to the neighbor the other day. So yeah, she all she all we still got some squash that uh that we grew and we still got still got some of that. But yeah, she she's pretty handy. I just really just help her put it together and um uh, it's what's tight though, right, is the way the garden bed is set up. She like measured like by foot by foots, but then she like put like a piece of rope all the way like across from one end to the other, one. so it's kind of like in little sections. So like in each little box, you know, it's like a like a like a twelve by or I guess like a one foot by like one foot. So mm-hmm. it's got like individual things growing inside of it. It's pretty dope, but she hmm. has a green thumb. I just help with the manual labor aspect of things.
0: That's pretty awesome. That's what's up. Well, speaking of um of growing things, I carved my first pumpkin yesterday. It was pretty trash, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that picture I sent Boy, you. Well, I guys. seen that time. It was the Overwatch symbol. That was pretty good, right? No. Good, good try, man. I give you eight for effort on that one, Later, bro. Well well, the wife, she did um she did a cat and it was really good. She had like a f- cat face and it was kinda like tilted a little bit. It was dope. But, you know, I decided for my first pumpkin to make a, a massive circle that had like very kind of detailed lines inside of it, man. It was Mm-mm. not good. <laughs> mm. You gotta start easy on it. You gotta start. You gotta ease into it, man. Huber should just be my middle name because that's constantly what I'm. I'm. I'm up against wow. here. So did did you have a little a little uh, tool set? No. Well, that's what we went to. Who the fuck? I didn't know people's. Fu- I didn't know people actually carve pumpkins. They do. Like we went. We went out kind of night of Halloween. Yeah, we went out trying to find them, and no one. They're all out. So I was like, this is you gotta this get is bullshit.
1: You got to get it on Amazon like a month in advance, oh.
0: Tyra. I guess I guess you just got to get everything on Amazon. Is what it is, then. Yeah, that's that's it, man. That's just that's the way of the world now, buddy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, how's everyone doing out there? Uh, we're bringing you bringing you the new look. Oblivious games out here. We're gonna kind of go through our new stuff and then talk about what we're playing at the end of the show. Um, if you've been with us in the channels you kind of heard our first um proper news show where I kind of read out some information and kind of gave you guys what was happening and then we kind of responded to it so I think going forward that's how we're gonna do this show we'll see how we feel Juarez can tell me if it's too much or if he doesn't like it and we'll kind of we'll kind of we'll kind of feel it out as we go but yeah we'll try what? it out today see how we like it. I'm kind of excited about it so yeah Juarez, without further ado man um let's get into the news let's go. I think this is where we play like a cool news jingle, but maybe we'll figure that out. Maybe maybe we'll give DJ Rage I Can the homework to find us a good news. Yeah, but g- until give then, him some
1: creative uh, work to do.
0: Yeah, exactly. Give him some kind of work to do, right? Some. Does nothing out there. Big love to you, DJ Rage I Can. All right, here we go. In the news. Number one, cyberpunk has been delayed again. 2020's most anticipated game has yet has seen yet another delay now the ambitious first person rpg from polish developer cd project Red will see a december 10th release date if you're keeping score at home that is a 21 day pushback in the third delay overall News comes from the devs' Twitter, where they express humble apologies and explain that three weeks of extra time will have significant impact on the game's quality. It is worth noting that CD Projekt Red is both developing and self-publishing the title, which is unusual for a project this size. The tweet also noted working from home and juggling the code for nine versions of the game across all platforms is (laughs) proving to be a little troublesome. So, Juarez, Cyberpunk, been delayed again, man. What you think? How you feeling? All right, so after hearing all that, it sounded like it needed a delay.
1: Because <laughs> um, okay. right, just even thinking about that, like I just just thought about nine different versions of, of that yep. game is going to be out um, from a self-publisher. I feel like they, which I don't have a problem with people delaying games. People get upset about it all the time. I don't care. I think it's a good thing. If you think the game needs to be held back a month, two months, that's always a good thing. Because even when you get the game, it's going to be a day one patch. It's going to be three or four gigs anyway to, like, fix some astronomical, like, bug that was in the code before they shipped the game anyway. So, and plus, this works out for me, okay? Because, listen to this schedule, right? (laughs) Destiny 2 Beyond Light comes out November 10th. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't got to compete with that, so they can get all my time. Genshin Impact. Oh Jesus but Christ! Update 1.1 comes out November 11th. <laughs> the two games is gonna take up my time, so I don't even have to worry about Cyberpunk for another month. So I think it's a good thing, and I always love when, when you know developers, uh, you know they they try to get you the best product in, in your hand the first time instead of like shipping you some uh, a buggy game um, and then just fixing it later. So. I think it's a good move. I don't, you know, I'm going to buy it either way. and can come out next year. Yeah, of course. I'm still going to buy it, so it don't even matter.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. It really could theoretically be pushed until next year. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they delayed it once again. But like you said, I mean, as long as they're working on it, we know this is a known quantity here. We're all excited about it. Everyone knows what's up. Um, we want to give them as much time as they can. So... Uh, it can only benefit the game, right? We know the quote, you know, a bad game is is always bad, but a delayed game actually, you know, comes out better. All the good shit like that. So, you know, shouts out to them as far as like doing what they need to do to get it done. But it is interesting and probably to no one's surprise that it seems that the current gen consoles are uh, are what's holding this game back. I believe they said that the PC version is ready to go, but they're really kind of stuck on. I believe the PS4 version is the one that's giving them the most trouble. Oh, I wonder why. Yeah, I mean, you got to think, man. Twenty thirteen, these consoles came out, so the ba- like, oh yeah, the, fa- oh, the shit, fact yeah. that the fact that Cyberpunk is even gonna run on a PS4 and an original Xbox One is like kind of mm-hmm. mind-boggling to me. I mean, I know these games started out in this generation, but they right. quickly got pushed, you know, to what's going to be for next gen. So, uh, the fact that they're going to have them up and running is pretty wild indeed. But it's proven to be kind of a task, it seems like so. True, but good thing it does have like free upgradable versions, so that's nice. Of course, yeah, and that's also interesting too because I mean, you know, we're kind of in a good space, whereas me and you because we both have PCs, and I'm assuming that's Mm. where we'll probably play them. But yeah, even the PS5 and Xbox Series X won't have an update for it until beginning of next year, I believe. I don't think they've set a firm date for it, but Mm. uh, the talk was that. Yes, it will be backwards compatible, and yes, you'll get the faster load times from the SSD. And
1: mm-hmm. you know the
0: Xbox is doing it, it's kind of upscaling things by itself, but they won't get an actual hard patch for it until next year, anyway. So it's seeming like the PC is going to be the way to play this if you guys are oh yeah, hundred um, percent have access to the PC. So, yep. little fan tip: I won my version of uh, Cyberpunk off a of bet with Waris. So very true. I don't, I'm even, a very, I don't even have to worry
1: like, about I'm it. A, I'm a gambling <laughs> addict. No, I'm kidding. Uh. <laughs> I, no, I, we'll I, save that
0: for Genshin Impact later. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my, my hubris is my undoing sometimes. mm Okay. Big also,
0: bet. a bad game is bad forever. Is thank goal. you.
1: Yeah. Thank you, you. Thank
0: you. I appreciate you out here. You got it, man. The very own stat boy. All right. Well- yep. We look forward to Cyberpunk. It's still our most anticipated game. Um, everyone's really, I mean, you can't go wrong. I love CD Projekt Red. I love the i love the genre of Cyberpunk, too. So, um, you know, take your time. And when you guys get it to us, I know it's going to be great. So we're looking forward to it. All right. Next up, boys, we got Final Fantasy 16 Details. Now, before I get into it, just tell me how excited about this you are. <laughs> no one can see me but you, but it's the biggest eye
1: roll in the history of eye roll. <laughs> right then. Listen, man. We all here. We all like, you know, Final Fantasy, and it it just Final Fantasy fans, and just you know, Kingdom Heart fans. Uh-oh. They they they, di- they they a different breed of people. Um, the uh, they they care. They, they be caring too much, and it'd be too much mm. going on. But mm. I'm not gonna play this game. I'm t- I can tell you that now. I'm just gonna I might, I might watch some YouTube videos, or something on it. Um, but. I'm that's not that I'm not like I'm excited for the people who I like I like when fan bases Mm. get the stuff that they want. That's always good to see. Um But I don't know. I don't don't feel like I wanna play like I just play, you know, play the seven remake. And that I feel like that was enough for me for for quite a while. Mm. Um you know, so once again, I ain't no, I ain't no hater. Don't think it I'm sounds like you're a hater.
0: Before, no before, hater, before know. I let you keep digging your hole, I'll give everybody the details. So, Square Enix okay. has released the first bits of details regarding its new Final Fantasy stall installment, and longtime fans should be well pleased. The land is Vis- <laughs> Valistia. I'm sorry, man, I can't even. Exactly. Uh, it is a land blessed in the light of the Mother Crystals. The characters are Clive, the First Shield of Rosaria. His younger brother Joshua, the dominant of the Phoenix, and their adopted sister Jill. Um, the bit cool-looking summons, those things that we all love to see and make happen, those are the icons, um, spelled E-I-K-O-N-S, uh, which reside within each dominant across different regions of the land. Um, so the director, uh, Noaki Yoshida, says that this is but a tease and promises more information in 2021. So, yeah, uh, it's actually pretty cool that we're getting all this information because, I mean, Square Enix is, is – is Square Enix is – uh historically bad at <laughs> timing anything at all so uh the fact that they've got this site up we've got a lot of details we know what's happening at least and at least kind of starting to put the puzzles pieces together to what the story is uh kind of harkening back to old school final fantasy with the uh crystals i mean that's kind of been the whole thing it's always a story of the crystals uh but there are cool taglines saying that um we are like um we're not beholden to these crystals anymore. So, kind of thinking that we're going back to old Final Fantasy, but also pushing forward to something kind of new, which is which is kind of cool. Now, as whereas it's kind of alluding to, we are by no means Final Fantasy experts on this podcast. We do have our uh, buddy Stokes out there. Maybe he'll get in at some point and and give us the information. But um, you know, we dabble. We like we like to play a little bit here and then we play Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is awesome. And I know he likes 10 and shit like that. So, I mean, I'm excited. It looks cool. I'm liking the the art designs. I'm kind of like. In the story. I don't like the name Clive. I think that name is kind of ass, but um
1: other than it that, is. though
0: the icons look pretty dope and shit like that. So um yeah, shouts out to Final Fantasy 16. We're getting information way sooner than I really thought we were going to.
1: Listen, the only thing we really care about it is Final Fantasy Tactics remake. Okay. Oh my god, here we go. That's the only thing it's we not need. Not board, like, we don't need this. Uh I don't need this. Sorry. But other people might need this, but you know, we'll, we'll 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 get uh one of our, you know, we'll get the resident Final Fantasy expert to play this game and, and he'll he'll come back and give everybody the detail.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right, final, final Fantasy 16. So yeah, yeah, just Google Final Fantasy 16 details and you'll see the whole page. It's, it's really cool. It's yeah, art in there. You can scroll down, it has all the information to you. So um yeah, that's Final Fantasy Sixteen. Uh so next up, some more bad news. The Halo Infinite Director has left. Halo Infinite has lost yet another director or project lead in Chris Lee. Speaking with Bloomberg News, Lee stated, "I have stepped back from Infinite and I am looking at future opportunities." Lee said, "I believe the team. I believe in the team and am, and am confident they will deliver a great game. Uh, and now is a good time for me to step away." Halo Infinite has been pushed back to 2021 with no set release date. Juarez, is yeah. Halo Infinite gonna be
1: trash? <laughs> I uh, I feel like mm, like you know what I'm saying? I, I do love, like, I don't love, but I, I, it's always good to see, you know, people take the, the well being of the game. You know, what I'm saying like delay it, polish it up. You know, what I'm saying make all the adjustments. But this this, this dude is like the second director to leave this game, right? I don't know. At some point, it's got to be like either he just like don't want to put his name on it, or it's just like a work environment it's just like booty. Okay. Um, granted he's still working with Microsoft so maybe it's not like uh, it's like a work situation maybe he just don't like the product that's gonna you know be the, the end game and he don't wanna be like part of it which if something's like you know garbage you might as well jump ship man you don't wanna tie yourself to no trash in case you right, need another right. job with something in the future but I don't know man just like the way that, like Cyberpunk is the way that game game's being delayed is so different than why this game's being delayed so like it kinda feels turbulent and like almost like remind me a little bit of Hot Crackdown Kept getting delayed, kept getting delayed. Mm, and when finally out, it finally came out, I was like, who played that? People got who got nobody. Game Pass. That who played? People got Game Pass. The only people that played that game. <laughs> I got Game Pass, and I played <laughs> it for 10 minutes. And my brother, I think my, actually, my brother might play it. He might play a lot of them. Um, you know, you go out there and get big name, you know, Terry Crews, or whatever, and, you know, it's still like, that don't resonate with people. But I think, you know, when it comes down to it, it definitely is going to be like, it's probably going to hurt the Xbox, the sale-wise and, like, in the long run because, like, when people think of Halo, they think of Xbox. I think of Xbox, they think of Master Chief. Like, he that dude, you know what I'm saying, multiplayer. And, like, I got, you know, just a stupid amount of memory playing, you know, Halo way, way back in the day. Um But, I mean, it's it's just the way it's been done. Like, at least come out and say why. Like, tell us why he left or, like, or something. It just It just seems
0: weird. So that's just me, though. Yeah, man, it's super nefarious. I mean, we got... You know, we've been knowing I guess before this past delay, the one that pushed it into twenty twenty one, we we knew Halo Infinite was gonna be a launch game. They had been saying it and we got that first reveal and everyone was like, Man, this shit looks like ass and kinda of mm-hmm. called them out. Uh Microsoft played defense and they were, you know, kind of like, Yeah, well, it's still in development, all that shit like that. And even Digital Foundry kind of came to their their rescue and they're like, Yeah, it looks worse than it probably is. They weren't showing it off in the best light kind of a deal, but Soon after that reveal, they came back and said, no, we're pushing the game. And like you said, this is the second time we've lost a director, a big project lead. And yeah, the idea for me at least, at least is like, okay, well, he's on this project coming from So us's project. And like, I guess it's so far gone that he can't turn the ship. And like, at this point, he's like, either... Either he has finished his portion and, like, he just doesn't want to stay on for anything else. Maybe he's given some notes, as it were. Or maybe he's like, no, nah, I'm just kind of done with this. We really don't have a complete idea. I mean, even in the code, he says that he believes in the team and, you know, confident that they can deliver a great game. But, like, not confident enough to, like, stick around. Exactly. Not, <laughs> you, know? you don't want to
1: help stick them out, but, you
0: know, you got to get out the way. So Yeah, I mean, if you have a good product, you know, and you're directed a good product, you don't really want to shy away from it. I mean... You can look at people like Kory Barlog or whatever like that. These people who make these really great games and like they are known for it. Kojima, as it were, you know, these guys are attached to us. So to be in such a big franchise and have the ship, but then to just kind of leave the ship is, is pretty suspect. And yeah, I don't know. Uh, Halo's been kind of getting a lot of crap in the past few years, especially under the tutelage of 343. Um, you know, the, the campaigns haven't been up to snuff, but for me at least the multiplayers have been out of this world, like 10 out of 10, so... You know, at the, at the very least, I kind of hope that we can kind of go back to that and, you know, make sure we have that good multiplayer. But I don't know. I personally think the Halo campaigns get a little bit too much credit, like two and all that shit like that. I mean, even three. I do not really like three that much. But I know they have a massive fan base and people kind of want those games. So I'm hoping that something good can come out of this. Because, man, I don't know if Xbox needs it to be successful, but it definitely wouldn't hurt it for them to have their biggest franchise hitting, you know, as it is. You know, and all cylinders as it once was, you know. So yeah, Halo Infinite. Uh guys, make it make it right, <laughs> make it good. <laughs> no easy mode for demon souls. Speaking with GameSpot, creative director Gavin Moore confirms there will be no easy mode for demon souls. There's no easy option in Demon's Souls. It is true to the original in that it's a fair challenge based on you learning the enemy patterns, you learning the environment, and taking on that risk-reward of the combat system. There's no easy option. This might come as a surprise to some, as Souls-likes have come under question over their difficulties, specifically in regards to people with accessibility needs. Nothing has yet been said on the actual accessibility options for the game. Demon's Souls release releases November 12th for the PS5. So, Juarez, Demon's Souls... Uh, Souls yeah. Likes, hard games, no easy mode. How do you feel about that? As someone who doesn't have any accessibility options but likes to play their games on easy mode.
1: This is uh dumb. This is real dumb, okay? Cause I'm not gonna be playing this game. Mostly because listen, it ain't that like playing games on easy. It's like I enjoy the story mode. The first I time did. through, I can take my time. I can just you know stroll at my own leisure. I can just dump truck monsters, you know, and just move to the end game. See the end. And if I feel like going back to it, I will, but that's my discretion. Okay, it's not nineteen ninety five. We have Super Nintendo and games didn't have difficulty level. Give me a difficulty level, please. Okay, so what I will be doing is either uh, playing this game by character through the internet. I.e. if you would like to stream it and or I will be going to Twitch because there's some utter
0: nonsense. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Um, I'm somewhere in the middle in this. Maybe, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm somewhere in the middle. I guess I can understand the, the want for an easy mode, some kind of option as far as difficulty goes. But um, I don't know. These games have kind of historically been what they are. And I would say I don't think they're as hard as people make them out to be. Um, for me, I played Dark Souls 1. Now, I'll take you through it, whereas I played Dark Souls 1, and it's a tough game. I didn't get into it right away. I had to play it, and then I put it down. But this is what I did. I used the guide. Now, the guide didn't do anything for me as far as like my actual playing of the game. It didn't play the game for me. I had to still watch it. But having the guide, knowing where all the power-ups are, all the good weapons, all the shit like that, knowing what's mm. what to expect mm. around the corner, it made it an easier experience. Now, I think that's a good kind of mixing point, right? Like, if a game is tough, but you also know what to expect, for me, that lowers that difficulty curve, right? Then I can kind of know what I need to do, where I need to go, all this shit like that. You're looking at me kind of funny, but I'm telling you, it made that game not a cakewalk. I still had to fight those two big dudes. It was like the dude with the staff and the dude with the sword. It was a double fight. That was probably the hardest fight I've ever played in any kind of game, but like, at least knowing what to expect when I got there made it easier. And I think that's kind of a good way to kind of bridge the gap. But Specifically to speak on difficulty, um, I don't necessarily think they should have an easy mode, but I think all games and even maybe the system should have an accessibility option where you can change your controller mapping. Uh, mm. Xbox already kind of does this where you can go in and you can, put, you, know, you can put box on cross or whatever it is. You can switch to... Or, I'm sorry. You can put X on A or whatever it is like that on Xbox. I think it's tied to the Series X controller, but I might be messing that up. It might be for everything, but... In the system, you can change your buttons. So, if um, Demon Souls did that in their system in the game, where you can actually remap the buttons, I think that will go a long way for someone with some kind of accessibility needs, right? If you mm. can't right. spin the joystick, you can use the D pad or whatever it is like that. Um, I would like to see that first before an easy mode. And they, like I said at the end of that little read, they didn't, they haven't said anything yet about accessibility. We don't have the game in our hands, so we don't know just yet. So, hopefully, they can do that at least so that people. Who need a little extra help with that can can up, and approach it in a different kind of way. Um, but I don't really know what to tell you as a, someone who just wants to play on easy mode. <laughs> Listen,
1: not, no, I don't only want to play. I I want to play only want to play the first time through on easy mode. Mm, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, it's a much more enjoyable experience. Okay, it's because just one. If y'all out there listening, start a new game, put it on hard. The first playthrough, and watch how hard <laughs> you get.
0: No one you're wants to soul do that. Crushed. No, I didn't. Right, <laughs> Unless you're hmm. playing Halo, you should play Halo on heroic. Difficult. Not even that. Pass. <laughs> That's how it's meant to be played mm. on easy mode. Yeah, I don't know. I Come. think I think the Demon Souls and the Souls like games are in a different kind of class. I mean, they're meant to be. They're meant to punish you. They're meant to beat you. And I, I kind of get a little prickly when it's like you know you need to bring the game down to get more people in there. I think games are to people in different ways. And not every game is for every person, but every person should be able to experience every game if that makes any sense, right? Like the idea of playing Demon Souls, I don't feel like needs to be made easier, but it should be made more accessible by remapping the buttons and having these other control options for you. And then if you can play within those parameters, I think you can go with it. Um, yeah. no, I mean, I, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree. I'm not saying make it easier for me. I'm just saying, no, I will not be playing it. Because right, it's yeah. Not easy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we make the joke that we're trash at games, which you probably are, but I think I think you would I think you would enjoy Demon Souls. You saw that trailer, that shit looks beautiful, right? Yeah, which I, I don't mind like watching some on Twitch. God, you're so old. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. That way I can oh, watch it on god. Twitch and I can still be with I can be in the know, but I can also be grinding monsters on Genshin. Oh my god. All right, let's move along before you, that <laughs> before,
0: you before you keep going. <laughs> Next up, Microsoft heard what you were talking about and all that shit, <laughs> and they did it. <laughs> Remember way back when in the Xbox Series was Series X was revealed and everyone said it looked like a fridge? Well, Xbox does. Xbox does. And they made your memes into reality. Introducing the Xbox Series X fridge. One lucky Twitter person will get this bad boy. That's pretty dope. So, Warriors, talk to me about this fucking fridge, man. What is happening? They get they actually gave Snoop one already. Snoop Dogg got one for his birthday. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah,
1: I so think it's I a, Justine
0: opened one as well. I don't know if she yes. got to keep it, but she did unbox it. Yes, it's is it's a uh, is um
1: the, one of the the mortal words of DJ Khaled. The the scaling is accurate. Okay, <laughs> it's a it's one to one. It's a replica. It's a fridge actual fridge, right? So it's use so the disc trait to open it um and then we open it it's got the light inside the fridge and it's green the xbox green man that's dope that's all i'm saying sometimes you got to embrace the madness and i wish they if they put it in production i'm like i might look in the coffin one you know what i'm saying (laughs)
0: this so this is a thing and this was just funny about xbox and microsoft like these fuckers have money to throw around because these motherfuckers, they just made a... Fr- like, they made multiple of these fridges. <laughs> like, they took this dumb joke money? and made one-to-one, 400-pound one refrigerators. Now, do they work? Are they... Is there, like, a console built inside of it? Or how does it... I don't are, think, I think... No, it's just a refrigerator. It's no just a fridge that looks like, okay, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. You can put, yeah, like, food so, and so shit in. An actual fridge that looks like an Xbox Series X is brilliant. I just, just want to know... The money that it costs. Should be mini fridge. I'd get a mini fridge. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. That could be good. I mean, these things are going to be kind of hard to come by. And the big fridge itself even had the same boxing of the Xbox Series X and all the little, you know, the decals and had Master Chief on the back and all that shit like that. So it looks exactly like it. So, yeah, someone who has no luck of getting an Xbox right now, it'd be kind of good to just buy a little little mini fridge of it and like, oh, I have this thing at least, you know.
1: Nah, man, they're they going to find a way to mass-produce these times and get them to everybody who want one. Man, 100%. Gonna... You might not get it week one, day one, but yeah. that shit
0: going to be there for you, for them to give you their money. Mm. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, I believe if you go to Xbox's Twitter and you retweet it, you can have a win uh, chance to win it, Awards? Is that how, is that, how yep. that works? That is how it goes down. This is being recorded on November 1st, so... Your mileage may vary on whether or not you can still enter that contest. Please do not. I think it ends on the fourth. Here. I think it's the end on the fourth. Okay. Well. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Got we a couple of days. days. Yeah. All right. Next up. Uh, Watch Dogs 2 lead actor not returning. Ubisoft Toronto has seemingly left out our fan favorite hacktivist Marcus Holloway from its newest release Watch Dogs 3 in a chat with IGN ruffin prentice marcus holloway's voice actor confirmed he hadn't been contacted by ubisoft to reprise his role this comes at a bit of a surprise after the studio brought back original watchdogs protagonist aiden pierce and watchdogs 2 favorite wrench prentice had nothing but good words to say about his co-star uh sean Baicho, who played wrench um and was also open to jumping back in should ubisoft make the call watchdogs 3 is now available on all platforms um and will be available on the newer ones whenever they come out uh, November 10th and 12th for Xbox and PS5, respectively. So, warriors, uh, I don't think you played Watch Dogs 2, but I wanted to put this out there because it kind of hit me a little close to my heart, man. I was like, man, this kind of sucks. Uh, Watch Dogs 3, uh, Watch Dogs 1 was in Chicago, and it had Aiden Pierce as your protagonist. Watch Dogs 2 was in San Francisco, and it had Marcus Holloway as your protagonist. Watch Dogs 3 sets, takes place in London, and the whole kind of premise of it is that you're not necessarily playing one person you can play anybody so in that world you can recruit literally everybody pretty cool mechanic but I think Ubisoft made the um they made the announcement maybe a year ago sometime after um Assassin's Creed Odyssey that they were kind of go away from one person they were always gonna give you options to play as people which I thought was a cool idea it's like okay you're giving people options but I was like oh that kind of sucks because you are probably one of the few developers who can actually make characters. And as a brown man, I don't see too many brown people out there in games, but they made like two of my right. favorites. They made Marcus Holloway and Watch Dogs 2. And they made your boy Bayek of Siwa in Assassin's Creed uh, Origins. And so it's like, okay, yeah, we're going to give you the options to make these people. But like, I personally wanted more kind of curated people. And I know that it kind of sucks because it less, it like, it makes the uh, it makes the the option for people a little bit lower if you have to make a person right like you got a black dude you got a white dude and that's like <laughs> what you're from or a white girl black girl and it kind of leaves the scope as not as big unless not as big as far as like opening up to other people. However, I feel like if they can curate a person. And then they can keep curating more people. So it's kind of a long rant to say, I'm going to miss my homie Marcus, and it kind of sucks he's not coming back. So uh, do you have any <laughs> any thoughts on Watch Dogs 2? Uh, Watch Dogs 3 leaving out my homie Marcus uh, from Watch Dogs 2 at all. That's that's fucked up, man. It is fucked
1: up. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that, right? But I'm going to give y'all some backstory about Watch Dogs, okay? I went to Target one day. I forgot what I wanted there to get. Um... And it was you buy for some reason they had like a oh I know I went in there and got I bought evolve oh lord Um, here we go remember that remember that game everybody yeah rest in peace speaking of rest in peace it was some good time now and I want to say if it was buy that game and you get another game for ten dollars so I got Watch Dogs for ten dollars right but. I never opened the game or even tried to play. That game is still in the package, and to this day, in my living room, still Watch out still in the package. <laughs> but it looked kind of tight, though. You know, it like like it'd be fun. You know, it's a it's a Ubisoft game, so um, you know it Nothing can't be checklists. like yeah, it can't be utter garbage. You know, it's a lot of things to go down the list. Get off, get off, upgrade. So may, maybe one day, um, might swing back around to it, but uh. Other than that, you know, I just, I, I kind of resonate with this guy too, Jayon. You know, I ain't even played the game, but I, I think this is fucked up situation, man. I'm with you on this. Okay. Yeah, it's up, back, so I just want
0: Bring back my boy Marcus. Yeah, I just want Marcus in there. Like, you call back yeah. Aiden. No one even fucking liked Aiden. I don't even know who <laughs> Everyone that is. liked the wrench. So. I'm cool with Wrench coming back, but bring back Marcus. People liked Marcus so much. This is the thing, too, because like we always talk about likable characters, right? We want someone who you can relate to. And Marcus is just a dude. And you know, he's in this GTA open world. You can shoot people, but people are like, no, nah, Marcus is like, he's a cool guy. He's not going to shoot nobody. So people played that game non-lethally because they like Marcus so much. And like, I don't know, man. You got to bring him back. That's not her, though, because those motherfuckers had the option to murder. Oh, they murder. Usually they murder, right? Exactly, what I'm saying. But yeah. Marcus, they kept him, they kept my boy Marcus clean, and I I need more of that in my life out here, man. Bring Marcus back. Yeah, we all we all do, man. Speaking of brown people, the last news story for the day: the Miles Morales suit from Into the Spider Verse has entered the chat. Insomniac oh, has revealed its second pre-order <laughs> launch edition suit for the upcoming Spider-Man Miles Morales, and it is none other than the brilliant animated costume from Oscar-winning movie Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. The suit properly portrays the size of Miles in the movie, Uh, comes with comic words like pow, boom, when you kick people, Uh, (laughs) and even is animated in half frames to match its movie source material. This is the best thing ever. Spider-Man Miles Morales swings into PS4 and PS5 November 12th. Juarez, I flooded the chat with these videos of this beautiful, beautiful suit. How awesome was it? Y'all was
1: there when you did that. It, 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 I guess it's cool, I guess. You know, everybody likes Spider-Man, Spider-Verse, you know, whatever. Um, You know, I'm glad they're giving these, these what do they call it, weebs, the nerves, what they want. Oh, out yeah. I mean, you know, listen,
0: can, I'm a weeber nerd, whatever you
1: want to call yeah, me. Yeah, well, all of the above. Um, So it's good. <laughs> it's good out here. It's always good to see fan service in the game. Uh, That's that's always nice to see. And, uh, you
0: know, so what, what they going to do, sell this in the shop or something for $50 or something? Well that's the weird thing about it. Um they said it's a part of the launch edition. Um it was special edition te- I bet. Yeah, it was teased as the pre-order launch edition, but I think as a digital item, I think the way PlayStation usually handles it if you buy the digital version of it um through a certain period, maybe like the first month, that's like the, the quote unquote launch edition. Um I've been a little worried about it because excuse me, chances are I'm not going to get a PS5 when this game comes out, so I'm going to play it before. Yeah, on you're PS4. not you're, you're it up, man. And then just upgrade to PS5. But um, I've been kind of waiting to see, you know, up until the date. So hopefully, if I don't pre order it before it comes out, I can still get it. But I might just have to pre order it. It's a whole little deal, a whole little thing I'm trying to deal with in my head. But we'll see. I mean, it's dope. End of the Spider Verse might be my favorite movie of all time. It's a perfect movie. If you haven't seen it, please go watch it. Um, And yeah, Miles Morales kills it, and that suit's awesome. And. It's framey, and it's got the kick and the pow and the and the boom and shit like that. and It just makes me happy. Here's the thing, Warriors. We've been talking about Game of the Year and what's going to happen, especially with Cyberpunk being pushed out, but Ghost of Tsushima is like really hitting me in the feels right now, but I'm thinking Spider-Man Miles Morales is going to be even more of a feel-good time. It's going to be a good game, but also going to give you the feels. Because Spider- Miles is a pretty positive character in yeah. what he represents and also kind of what he is as a kid, uh, definitely being a young kid in this universe, so... I'm here for all the good vibes about my boy Miles. Man, I said need to play the Spider Man DLC. Oh my god! Bought the special edition, didn't even play it. That Bad business, ain't it? You probably you you might as well just wait if you well you'll probably play this. You'll have to play this, right? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna play it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that'd, that'd I be, mean, I probably I won't probably play it like get the PS5 though. Right, right. Yeah, no, the DLC was good. Uh, I actually, play I was playing it a little bit. The other day, because um, I had to finish my ultimate playthrough, and I've gotten 100 percent of all trophies across the game and the DLC on Spider-Man. Thank the Lord. I'm I'm here. And I'm ready to do it all again when I get it for PS5. Let's play some Genshin, man. Oh my God, we're almost there. Stop playing. Speaking of things, <laughs> speaking of things we're playing, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back with what, we, with what we've been up to. <laughs> Stick with us. <laughs> what's up guys thanks for listening to today's show uh if you want to check us out you know go to our website we are obliviouspod.com uh, if you want to stay up to date with what's going on with us also check us out on socials for instagram we are at oblivious pod and then on twitter we are at obliviouspod one uh, give us a follow tell us we're pretty tell us you love us tell us we're great all right back to the show and we're back all right Juarez you you've been like bugging me this entire fucking show it's just what you've been playing, and I guess take me through some more Genshin Impact. <laughs> listen, listen, y'all know, y'all already know the vibes, okay? You know the vibes.
1: <laughs> We've been on this Genshin, you know what I'm saying? We've been getting our characters upgraded, you know what I'm saying? We're at level 70, you know what I'm saying? My world level just upgraded, we're level five, so you know what I'm saying? Okay. Big dog around here. Tier you know five out here. I don't know what the yeah. fuck this means, but I'm happy yeah. for you. Hey, I mean, the, the monsters are really strong. And I I, I, I was humbled very quickly after this world level went up to world level five, okay? <laughs> so, we you know, now we out here to grind, trying to get to level 80. You know, we've just been doing that. I actually, we we played Destiny a little bit the other day as Did a little raid. Who is this We
0: and why didn't I get the invite? You was in the raid too. Oh, I'm sorry, I got you. I'm fine. Yeah, you was there. The fuck? Uh, I'm just letting people know what I've been playing. I got you, got you. Um, that was a smooth ass raid too. That dude was a fucking yeah. nerd. Uh, yeah, that dude, was but hardcore, that was a smooth ass raid. Yeah.
1: Um, but other than that, you know, I just been just been you know getting on Genshin. Thing is, like, it's like it time gates me, so like I can't mm. spend hours on it. You know what I'm saying? I can only get in there. I mean, I can run around like farm stuff that I need, but like the activities, it like limit it caps me to how many activities I can do. So like you can't just like spend like
0: twelve hours just like playing the game. Right. So it's all one world and you have multiple characters. Like you don't have like so like Poor Hemplo, Destiny has three characters in three different worlds, but all your characters live in one world. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they all live in one world and they're on the same team.
0: Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. So like
1: it'd be like on Destiny, you have like, all three of your guardians can be on the same team, but all four of your homeboys or homegirls can be on the same team. Uh, a lot of people in the internet have been now calling it uh, uh, Genshin Impact: Legend of the Waifus or something. I'm getting waifus is something about anime characters. So oh, it's like people who seem who are obsessed with anime characters, and I'm guessing like dressing up like that and stuff. Mm. However, don't want to aim me weird. Nothing like that But Having the subtitles in English But having them like Dub it Or like just like talk In like Japanese is kind of funny Is that, is that saying, the move? They be doing some They be saying some weird shit man And be like <laughs> Make any weird noise I be like man what the fuck Oh
0: that's when, when you like, all the The extra efforts All the uh, And all this shit like egg, that
1: Yes I was like this is some <laughs> Hardcore anime shit right here man I was like let me change
0: it back real quick <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was in the bed today. It's Sunday, and uh, I was just watching the fucking Outlaw Star. And Jesse loves anime too, and Outlaw Star is a pretty good anime. I haven't watched it in a long time, but she just like wakes up, and she's just like effortlessly just, like laughing at the dumb shit happening. Like, what the fuck are you watching? Because <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, anime's now, real good. I need
1: to know what you've been playing, since you don't want to play Genshin Impact with me,
0: which is just hurtful. But you know, we ain't gonna talk about that. What you been on? <laughs> Well, I will. I will tell you. I played. I played like ten minutes of Genshin. And I got into a dungeon. Oh, like a okay. Little... Let's go. <laughs> I That's what what was i was talking u- about? <laughs> I was using my little fire character. Who the fuck his name is? And I went to a dungeon, and it was Diluc. like Luke. Teaching... Yeah, Luke. Whatever. Dialon, 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 <laughs> and Dialon. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a dungeon. and It was teaching me. Uh, it was like if you see a branch you can set it on fire and I was like using a little bow my little fire ember okay, lady Okay okay and then I was like wait a second I got a sword to this shit so I was like beating down the, <laughs> the Okay I like with it my, with my fire I like with it. my element, a, elemental move I guess Okay um so I did that dungeon I fought a couple more um little water thingies and then some bow and, and then I was like all right I'm done with this <laughs> and I turned it off <laughs> You suck that but that was so that was last night when I texted you guys To see if you guys still on because I was in bed reading reading some Miles Morales and I got up and I was like all right I'll they're not on but I'll fuck with some Genshin just to see what was up but then I realized I was more tired than I than I thought I was so I went back to bed oh no I, hey I was too man I tell you I like only worked half a day but like I got home I played
1: like Genshin for like two two hours use all my little stuff and then like then ordered some food Watched some Netflix Bro I fell asleep at like nine
0: yeah. Yeah, we were, we're we were bed at eight thirty. Yeah, so I guess the other thing I was playing since it was Halloween yesterday, we uh we we, we dressed up. I was McCree. It's high noon somewhere. Fraud. <laughs> Jesse was maleficent. And uh so we carved some pumpkins and then I convinced her because she was drunk off tequila. Uh I convinced her to play some layers of fear. I don't know if you remember this game, but it was like a little Never um, heard of a little first person kind of walking simulator or whatever um but you're i think you're like this dude who's a writer but you're trapped in his house and it's all kind of fucked up Uh, but we ended up playing this part that had a ouija board and let me tell you there's a few things in this life that my wife hates more than a ouija board so we played that for a little bit and then we passed out um but i guess the other notable thing that i've been playing that isn't ghost of tsushima because i fucking love that game shouts out uh mario super mario all-stars uh the nintendo switch edition now it's got uh, Mario 64, Mario um, Sunshine, and then Mario Galaxy. Uh, yeah. I hopped into Mario 64 for a little bit. You're right, Wars. You called me out. I, I told you when this game came, out, I was going to clear them all like 100% through. <laughs> and I started playing Mario 64 and I played it for 30 minutes. I, was like, I can't do this shit anymore. <laughs> I told you. Nostalgia, it hits you in the heart. But then you see, like, you know what? No, no, I'm
1: good, man. I'm good.
0: I was like, I got it. And so I just jumped straight to uh, to Galaxy, the where I really wanted to be. And I, man. Right. What a fantastic fucking game. <laughs> it's a great game. It's a great game. It's still beautiful. The art style, the enemies, just the way you're running around the worlds in the 3D space. And like, man, like, they fucking really, like when they make a mark, they fucking kill this shit every time. So uh that's been pretty cool. The uh, the uh touch controls actually work because you remember we had the Wiimote, you had to use the little, the, yeah, little, yeah, the to, little to get little the stars. Spinning in a circle. So, yeah. yeah, so you just like, touch the screen now to get the screen which has been not the most enjoyable but it, it works okay I suppose my hands are kind of big so I can kind of reach around there as I'm still playing but mm-hmm. yeah I gotta get back on it because I ha- it's been like a little bit since I've played it but since we last spoke that was like the biggest thing that I've played so
1: but uh, so I know all the viewers out there wondering but uh, Genshin Impact yes it's coming they're working on the Switch version God damn, the PlayStation <laughs> 5 version just so y'all know
0: <laughs> the PS4 version <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker.
1: And uh they are
0: working on the PS5 version, so Oh, you know. that's you said okay, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. I, I thought so you said ready. you were playing the PS5. I was like, how the fuck is that
1: happening? No, 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 no. no. Genshin is coming to the PS5. Mm, gotcha. Uh, uh I'm not playing on PS5. Great <laughs> <laughs> <Fair doubt>. job. <laughs> um But you know, I guess that's that's all we got going on, I'm just you know, having a good time. What else you got, Dennis?
0: Yeah, we got. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's it for the show. I guess we're kind of looking forward to the next show happening uh, for next week. If we keep this train moving, we're really close to next gen. Uh, I'm getting a little antsy because, as I said before, I don't have a pre-order just yet, and I'm like real upset about it. <laughs> but today, I think uh, I think the peripherals are shipping for uh, the PlayStation. And uh, I try to walk up to Best Buy to get me a PS5 controller, and they're like, nah, bro, we don't got any. So <laughs> I think I'm going to order one tomorrow and see if I can get it. Because I think I think they're shipping, but you have to order them. And gotcha. I think if I order yeah. them, they will send it to my Best Buy, and I can play with it. Uh, the videos have been coming out about it. Man, people are actually blown away by the haptics. Like They're actually, people are saying this is fucking dope and kind of game-changing.
1: I just hope um, you can turn off any noise and or weird shit that it does.
0: Yeah, I think – so people were kind of upset because um, there's a mic built into it. So Sony had to change the PS, uh, the PlayStation UI to let you cut that mic off from the software itself. So that's a cool thing. I know fuckers are kind of, kind of – probably they're going to um, – they're going to – Edward Snowden it and maybe just like clip the wires on the inside of the controller because people are paranoid like that. But we'll see. And I know if I get the controller, I'm not going to get be able to use the haptics. I'm only going to be able to use it on my PC. But I want to see how it feels. I want to see how heavy it is. See how it – what the touch is like, what the smell is like. So hopefully before we get our next show rolling, I'll have a PS5 controller in my hand. Maybe I'll do like a fake unboxing on the internet and get some views for my non existent YouTube channel. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. And cause everyone's searching this shit right now. Um, but yeah, man, that's about it. That's this is the this is the, the inaugural first new look at oblivious games, man. How you think? how, how you feeling? Man, I'm loving this, man it's pretty good it's a pretty good vibe yeah. I'll take that well yeah everyone out there stick with us uh, we'll keep this rolling as long as we can uh, we'll keep tweaking it keep changing things up uh, you know where to catch us obliviouspod at gmail.com at oblivious wait no obliviouspod at gmail.com at obliviouspod on Instagram and then at obliviouspod1 on Twitter uh, you know the vibes out here we just chilling. me and your boy Gooby Goob DJ Rage I can't you. back there on the ones and twos as we all want to do but yeah, if that's all you got for us, Warz, we'll get the fuck up out of here. Uh, you'll catch us later. Check us out. What we're doing for the next stuff. Uh, go into the feeds as we always say. Check us out on Oblivious Main Pod. Oblivious presents <laughs> the one show of Oblivious News. All that good shit. Check us out. Uh, you know how we do. For Warz, I'm Jay. We are Oblivious, and we out. Peace. Bye. The Oblivious Podcast is brought to you by Chris Rowland, Dustin Stokes, the Quinza Morgan, and me, Jay Johnson. We write, produce, and host all content. The show is recorded remotely from Meridian, Mississippi, Memphis, Tennessee, Jackson, Mississippi, and Chicago, Illinois. To contribute to our show or just to say hello, you can find us at ObliviousPod.com. There, you can find a link to our Patreon. Our email is ObliviousPod at gmail.com. Instagram at ObliviousPod and Twitter at ObliviousPod1. To contact us individually, you can find us on Twitter at Ray can at Laquenza, and at Oblivious Stokes. I'll be on Instagram at Chuki.